Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Welcome to Asgard podcast, episode 289, which, of course, reminds me to shout out Toph Morris, who is a $5 backer over on Anchor.fm. Thank you again, Toph Morris, for supporting the podcast over there. And again, a shout out to Anchor.fm for distributing these podcast episodes. I have finally caught up in getting all of the episodes ready to go. So there's been several episodes released today, and there are several more to be released in the next 24 to 48 hours or so. Hope everyone is doing well on this beautiful Saturday, blessed Feast of the Guardian Angels. To everyone out there, pray for the intercession and help and guidance and aid of your guardian angel today. As tonight we talk about, is the box office making a comeback? Is the box office still alive? Well, there are some numbers that seem to indicate it no more so, in my opinion, than what we're seeing right now happen with Venom 2. Venom Let There Be Carnage, because this film, Venom 2, is actually performing better or at least is projected to perform better or as well as the original film. And since the original film only came out a few years ago, when you adjusted for inflation, it's still pretty close. It's still pretty darn close. Now, this is not a opinion on the film. This is not a review of the film, as I have not seen Venom 2. Um, I actually have Fall Break not this coming week, but the week after. So I hope to be able to catch up on some movies once that break starts. It'd be very nice to have that bit of a break, catch up on some theatrical, theatrically exclusive releases. This is merely a statement of numbers, a statement of facts. And some people, for some reason, just get triggered or upset by those numbers. So some of you might be thinking, hey, but the box office being back, surely you were going to talk about No Time to Die, right, James Bond? Well, that film is right now expected to make over $100 million in the 54 markets that it is currently open in, which is definitely a good sign for that film. It's not a guarantee of anything at this point, but it is definitely a strong sign, and it's actually performing very well in the UK especially, to no one's surprise, and is actually performing better than expected in certain markets, especially for COVID time. So we'll be tracking that film very, very closely. But to me, the box office comeback comes down to films like Venom 2, because when sequels start to, especially for films like the first Venom, which for me was just not that great of a film, had had a lot of issues, obviously was not universally loved by, by critics or by fans, for that matter. And now you have this film, which has been getting the same kind of mixed response, very similar to the first film, but when that film, even amidst the mixed response, is still getting and making about as much as what we have seen from the previous film, from the original film, I don't know. I think that that, to me, says a little something. Out of all the films that have come out so far this year, out of all the things that have happened at the box office this year, to me, the only sign of life of, of an actual box office comeback to this point has been this movie, has been Venom 2. Now, we'll have to wait to see to see what the actual numbers are, but right now it's pacing much better than Shang-Chi. Based on the estimates, it's expected to make more than what Shang-Chi did in its three-day opening. 
since it's doing also better internationally in certain ways, um, or expected to do better internationally in certain ways, and expected to get a China release, which is, again, a reminder that these movie studios constantly are working with the communists in China, and they must always be called out until they stop working for those darn commies. However, I think that this is a movie that is going to be a telltale sign, because if this film does as well as they expect it to, which would mean that it is going to do as well as the original film, at least in the very beginning. We'll see if it's if it's holding out. I don't think this film is going to get to 800 plus million like that first one did. But domestically, at the very least, there is a chance of this film being able to maybe even go toe-to-toe, day-to-day. We'll have to, of course, wait and see what the numbers actually are. We'll have to wait for the long-term impact. Obviously, we've got major releases domestically coming out over the next couple weeks, especially. we got No Time to Die. Right, we got the James Bond film set to come out this coming Friday, so that's going to have an impact. Actual competition at the box office. We'll also have films like Dune coming out October 22nd, and other films along the way. So finally, we got some competition. Is competition what the box office has been waiting for, or more accurately, is competition what the people have been waiting for? We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, let's say hello to some people in the chat. We got Gary Banjo Sandwich, Worthington. What's going on, good sir? He says, thought Venom was rubbish. Shang-Chi was better. Haven't seen either, so I can't say one or the other. Orange Eye Reviews says, I hope to be done by 7.30. He might be streaming the same time. Well, I don't know if you're streaming right now or not, man. But if you're streaming right now, I must declare you excommunicado. You know the rules, good sir. You know the rules. I, I, I got to do it. You leave me no choice but to declare you excommunicado. You gave me no choice. You gave me no choice, Orange Hat Reviews. Anyway, Lance Mala, what is going on, good sir? Thank you for the belated birthday wishes. And again, thank you to everyone who made it to the... uh, really wasn't even (laughs) that much shorter than a normal stream earlier in the week uh, to celebrate the big 33. By the way, so very happy to find out that I am now the same same age that El Guapa was uh, before he died. So very happy to have reached that milestone in my life. (laughs) Today, he is... 33 years old. Love it. Love it, love it. Snorapoobus Cuber, what is going on? How are humans and other quitters? What is going on? How is it going? Richard Sylvester, how is it going? Glad to have you here. Um, No, I'm still very much on that fence uh, of thinking that theaters are indeed on death's door. I do still hold to that. So even though I think the box office coming back to you know, possibly getting closer back to 2019 levels is a little bit more likely, or at the least is a little bit more possible because of films like Venom 2, it's it's not going to necessarily guarantee anything. It's not ne- going to necessarily guarantee the box office actually coming back to a full recovery because keep in mind the amount of theaters that have been closed, that have had to close down, etc. Anyway, Tina B, what is going on? Uh, yes, indeed. Thoughts and prayers heading out to Stephanie B. tonight, uh, the general of my Valkyries. Uh, she lost um, uh, one of her pups. So, again, shout out to Stephanie B. Shout out to uh, Bentley. I know that it's very difficult, uh, again, to to lose a, a, a puppy child, um, a fur baby, as we like to call them. So, again, shout out to you and uh, thoughts and prayers with you for sure. Uh, Tina B. in the chat, thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate it. Again, reminding, please make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin 
If you want a comment or question read aloud, I do fall 20 to 30 minutes behind. Laura Story, what's going on? She says, driving. Want to say, hey, well, make sure you keep your eyes on the road, Laura. Hope you're not driving right now. Hope you're not the one behind the wheel. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stephanie B. in the chat. Send some love. Send some hearts to Stephanie B. Again, thank you for being here tonight. I understand if you can't uh, stay the entire time. But thank you very much for being here. Shout out to Bentley. Auto Rocks, what is going on? Uh, I don't know what it is that you didn't know. Was there a chat going on before the stream? Because it may not have picked it up. Valiant Renegade, what is going on? Welcome back to the chat. We got Keely Chow in the chat. We got Zacharot315 in the chat. Joey Horn, what is going on? Joey. Alex McCarthy, what's going on? Good sir. Says, howdy. Oh, and how's it going out store? Watched Free Guy last night. Freaking hilarious. Hey, glad to hear you liked it. That's the little engine that could, man. I tell you, it's making a lot more money than I think anyone would have expected. According, according to charting, it is in the profitability territory, though I do, again, have that caveat of a lot of the money, or at least a chunk of the money coming from China, so that kind of throws a wrench into things, but it is close enough to where I think we can all admit that whether or not the film has made profit at the box office, it will be profitable just on Blu-ray, 4K, things like that, so... Anyway, Valiant Renegade, what is going on again? Thank you for being here. We got the Craig Lee Lawrence experience. What's going on? Have a great evening, he says. Well, thank you very much. I, I very much appreciate those well wishes. On a rocks, I've been good, man. Hope you've been doing well. Shout out to the DLive fam. Jeremy Swiggs says, you complete me. Well, thank you, good sir. I, I appreciate that. I am also live over on Odyssey. Uh, it took me a second to get that stream up over there, but I am live over on Odyssey. I know that the R likes to watch over there as well as Jacques Lesuave. So that is available for anyone who prefers that platform. We are live on YouTube, on DLive, on Twitter, and also on Odyssey. I like to, I like to stream to as many places as I can to give the people options, to give the people places to go. By the way, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Not just about the box office tonight, but I have some uh, some Blu-ray collection update uh, to, to, to go about. I, I shared this on my socials just about maybe an hour or so ago, and that's a film from Zavi, a Steelbook exclusive from Zavi that just came in the mail, and there's a fun story with that. There's also another uh, 4K Steelbook that just recently came out that I, I was able to get earlier in the week. And also, uh, shout out to Jason Williams, who sent me a ton of awesome stuff. I put it a, a video up of that on Instagram, on IGTV, since it was a little bit longer, and I've got some some different style chips from across the world, three different style chips that I'll try towards the end of the stream, live. So shout out to you, Jason Williams. Thank you again for sending that care package. The wife was very, very happy with the marshmallows. Um, the key lime pie marshmallows were delightful. Uh, Nearsighted Cyclops, what's going on? Welcome back. I saw, I saw Rob D in here. Rob D, what's going on? Hologram Nunchuck, what's going on? Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Thank you for being here in the chat tonight, Father. God bless you, good sir. James Dashier, what's going on? James, the new number two, slash Dean Heiss, what's going on, good sir? Father, hope you all had a great stream this morning. Uh, by the time I saw that you all were streaming, I was feeding the little one. Uh, as the wife was going to run errands, and so I was not able to jump in, but hope you all had a great show. Bifford the Hobbit, what is going on? Glad to have you here. 
Let's see. Snorter Poopus Cuber, who's a member, says, I think my guardian angel is still in therapy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It might feel like that sometimes. right? It might feel like that sometimes. Life gets a little bit crazy. But as is a, a saying that has stuck with me for a very long time and has made more sense to me and has m- meant more to me as time in life has gone on, is that we are never given more than what we can handle. And if we think we can't handle it, we don't know our own strength. We don't know truly the the strength and grace that, that God has given to us. Just got to open up our eyes a bit. Forever Sci-Fi is a member. Hail to you. Glad to have you here. Liger fan in the chat. What's going on? James Ashe tagging, saying, I know this is old news by now, but what are your thoughts on the cast of Super Mario animated movie? I, I really don't care all that much for it, to be honest. I know that everyone's a fan of Chris Pratt, but for me, all I care about is can he do a legitimate Mario voice? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he could. I, I have no reason to doubt his ability. But in, in general, I look at the rest of the casting and I'm like, uh, I don't really care for it. I don't really think anyone really wants an animated Mario film, to be perfectly honest. And I'm, I'm concerned more so that they're just going to mess up the story than anything else. This is just the, the modern state of Hollywood. You know, just because you have someone like Chris Pratt in a movie doesn't mean Jack. Just look at the Jurassic World films. Just look at the Tomorrow War. I, I mean, there's there's too many examples where... Just because there's an actor that people like, just because there is an actor that is typically on the non-woke side of things, it doesn't mean much, right? All that matters to me, and I think the most important thing of any film should be, is the story good? Is it a well-crafted, well-made film? And a part of that, for me, that's important as well, is obviously that it's it's not, you know, modern-day identity politics, political nonsense. I, I don't want that in my films either. But that, that can't be the starting point. The starting point has to be, is it a good film? Is it an objectively good film with a good story, good cinematography, good, like, all of those key elements there? Add on top of that, if it's not woke, great. That's like the icing on the cake. But I think a lot of us are trying to say, ooh, icing itself is the meal. Icing without the cake, without the foundation. And I know there's a lot of people that love icing, but guess what? No matter how much you love icing, it's not a, it's still not a cake. That might be the best metaphor I can use right now off the top of my head to explain the logic of, well, hey, at least it's not woke, right? Because we've heard this a lot about a lot of different films. It's like saying, I love icing on cake, and even though I admit that this film is lacking in the cake department, I still love the icing. Still not cake. So anyway... Obviously, I'm sure there's plenty of other food examples that people in the chat can think of to get the same point across. But, hey, I think it makes sense. Makes sense to me, at least. (laughs) Uh, Alice McCarthy says, no time to die. I say nay, nay. Ah, is that true? I said, oh, nay, nay. Yeah, I agree. I I would say nay, nay to that as well. Keck 44, what is going on? See, Otter Rock says, Venom was a great villain, could have been a bit more of a personality. Yeah, as I said, I just was not as into the first Venom film, and so I don't really have much to say or to add to the discussion when it comes to the new film. Uh, Obviously, it's a film that I, you know, if I can find time next week to go see it, I still would like to at least 
be able to see if it's any better than the first film. And again, I've heard mixed things about it. So I'm willing to go in and, and make up my own mind as, as I always am with the films that I go to see. But, you know, we'll see what happens. James Ashier, what's going on, bro? Says, do you think physical media still matters? Absolutely, bro. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. You wouldn't see companies like Criterion finally after years and years of dragging their feet, updating and upgrading their collections to 4K if physical media didn't matter anymore. You wouldn't see countless numbers of studios announcing in advance um, new and updated releases, special editions. You actually even have films like uh, uh, films like uh, Ron, which I've talked at length about, about my love of Kurosawa, but especially Kurosawa's Ron is getting a, four, a legit 4K release uh, under the guidance of Lionsgate. Cannot wait for that to come out. In fact, it's getting a Steelbook 4K release as well. So I'm, I'm trying to get my hands on a copy of that once that becomes available. But no, physical media still very much alive. And if you really want to have a really great example of that, I would definitely recommend uh, checking out that site, Zavi, um, where I got one of my 4K uh, Steelbooks from. Because Zavi, I think, is just on fire. And the reason why you have so many of their special 4Ks running out, selling out, you look at Best Buy, for instance, there's so many movies at Best Buy where because I didn't act quick enough, there's already sold out. I mean, the Shawshank Redemption 4K, which didn't even have the best artwork, it's still sold out. So many. Um, there's a couple others that I was trying to get my hands on, and those also sold out. So yeah, absolutely. These are for sure physical media specifically still very much matters. There are still there are still way too many physical media collectors. There's still so many more benefits to physical media than anything streaming can possibly provide. As far as quality is concerned, the fact that you can take a movie and, and digitize it yourself and basically build your own Netflix server that will never take down your movies, will never edit your movies, and plus you get all of the special features and you get it at the highest quality possible, more so than the compression you'll get on any other streaming services. Yeah, I would say that uh, it's it's a long ways from physical media. I think theaters will will go down much more quickly than than physical media will. Um, and a lot of that has to do with collectors for sure. Trent Johnson, what's going on? Good, sir. Thanks for being here. Forever Sci-Fi says, I'm trying to avoid people who hate me, so I mostly buy movies through eBay. Sure, my copy of Pump Up the Volume came with giant Korean characters, but that's okay. Sometimes that's just what you gotta do, man, right? Sometimes that's what you gotta do, you know? And, and I'm not someone that's gonna hate on somebody for, for buying a film outright from, you know, a company like Amazon, you know, because there's a convenience factor there. And obviously, I, I buy mine through Amazon. I buy a lot of my stuff through Amazon. I, I try to offset it by using Amazon Smiles program. Uh, if you don't know about it, I'd recommend it. If you buy, buy a lot of stuff from Amazon, basically what will happen is it, every time you purchase something, a small portion of it will go towards a charity of your choice. So I have um, bits of the the charity that I still have because I, I did stuff. I'm trying to, I get my charities mixed up because I did with Teespring. I did something and still am doing something with St. Jude's children hospital for Amazon smile. I believe I'm still working with, um, wounded warrior foundation. So a bit of every single purchase that I make goes there. So obviously still using Amazon, obviously uh, trying to go local as, as best I can when I can, but as someone who doesn't really leave the house all that much in general, just because that's the kind of personality I am, it's it's hard to do that. But yeah, I try and offset it by, you know, trying to at least get stuff 
uh, connected with charities in that way. So that's one option uh, if you want to try to avoid, um, you know, really trying to avoid helping these giant corporations that especially took advantage of uh, pandemic times, especially. Joey Horn, who is a member, says, I think I'll rewatch GoldenEye on Friday. Hey, dude, it's a solid James Bond film. Probably one of my uh, modern day favorites. Uh, the game is fantastic. N64 game, so good. Andrew Hoyle is excited because he's got the IMAX ticket to Dune. Nice, dude. Yeah, man, I, I still got to uh, look ahead and see what the showing is going to be like when it finally opens October 22nd. That That's a film that I would... I'm, I'm probably going to try and see in theaters if I can, as you all know, uh, having a youngin in, in the house and family obligations makes it a little bit more difficult, but I would like to go see that in theaters in an IMAX screen for sure, um, rather than watching it on HBO Max and watching it on a smaller screen. But obviously, if I'm in a situation where I have no ability to watch it, then hey, um, I'll, I'll take watching the film in general. Anyway. Let's see, Slicer Neon's tag to say, potential spoilers, uh, you know anything about the rumor that Daniel Craig's Bond is? Uh, I, I don't know anything about what happens at the end. I mean, to me, in the modern day Hollywood world that we live in, I would not be surprised if something like that happened um, because I, I don't think modern Hollywood can continue to do the same thing. You know, I think everyone, and this is speculation on my part, I honestly don't know. I have not heard or read anything I have not heard or read anything. Um, but to me, it would make a lot of sense if they did do something like that because then what they could do is they could then have a lot more possibilities, a lot more potentials, uh, a lot more potential things happen in the future. Instead of it just being, who's the next James Bond? Who's the next James Bond? It would open them up to do different things. And unfortunately, I think that is kind of the marketplace of ideas that we're existing in right now where instead of it just continuing on the James Bond 007, this is going to be their way of opening up by saying, it doesn't matter who's playing James Bond at the time, because we've just done this to James Bond. And again, speculation on my part. If that is indeed the direction that they decide to go with this film, I, I would not be surprised if they do it to try and then open it up to another 00 agent, uh, even another 007, someone going under the 007 moniker. Um, even though, again, we've talked about how logically that would not make any sense. However, that I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised if that's what they did. Auto Rocks, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, good sir. Andrew Hoyle is snitching over on Orange Hat Reviews. <laughs> Low Pro, what's going on, good sir? Thanks for being a member. Says, how do we speed it up? Speed what up? I don't know what you're trying to speed up, good sir. Uh, Biffer says, I didn't like The Many Saints of Newark because not enough Tony Soprano. The movie was trying to set up a sequel instead of making a good movie. Yeah, that second part especially is what I would take issue with. Because at the end of the day, the, the lack of Tony Soprano, though, as I, I know very little about the original Soprano show. I, I just know Tony Soprano was obviously the, the lead, was the main character there. I, I think that it makes sense just from a casting standpoint by the fact that wasn't it Gandolfini's actual kid that's playing the younger version of his character. So I don't know much about him, the, the, the you know, Gandolfini's kid. I don't know how much time he has in acting, if he's green or what the deal is there. But if he is green, if he doesn't have a lot of experience, I could see why they would want to pay homage to Gandolfini by having his son play his character as a younger person. 
and then focusing on other things. So like that actually wouldn't bother me as much if that's their reasoning behind it. Now, as you said, the issue that I would have, that second point I would agree with, if you're making a movie and you're focused more so on setting up a sequel than telling a good movie, yeah, uh, that's not a good thing. Evan S., what's going on? I'm super exhausted. I might not be here the whole show. Well, Evan S., thank you for still stopping by nonetheless. Rob D. says, Hello, Odin. I have pizza, ice cream, and soda. I feel my age. I'm 27. Nice, Rob D. That's an awesome combination of items you got there. I'm going to have some ice cream for sure once the stream ends. Got to get my ice cream in. Got to get my ice cream fixed in. Mr. Peabody, what's going on, dude? Welcome back to the chat. Laura Story, tag to say, Speaking of excommunicado, I finally watched John Wick. Best mono e mono end of movie fight ever. Wait, this is the first time you've ever seen any of the John Wicks, Laura? That's, t- that's crazy. That's crazy. Speaking of John Wick, though, the film that I was able to pick up that I showed on social media earlier, uh, and this is the one that I've talked to you about, actually, uh, or I mentioned it to you, Laura, and I'd mentioned it back and forth on the Discord server um, months ago, but that's the film from Universal. Nobody. This is one of the best films to come out this year. It is very much uh, like John Wick, very in- inspired by John Wick as far as like the overall style is concerned, which makes sense because it's got the same writer as John Wick, and it's got the director of Hardcore Henry. And I think it's a really cool combination of the writer and director working together to make a really awesome film. And I just love this steelbook. I love the color design. It's so simplistic, but you know what? Sometimes simple is better. So anyway, here is the, it's the Zavi exclusive 4K steelbook. So again, got the inner artwork there too, which I love. So as you know, I'm a collector and this was on my list of things to buy. And last I checked, it is sold out on Zavi. And the story that I had with this one is that I was holding off on buying it. I was waiting until I had enough to get it. I was waiting and waiting and waiting and eventually school started. And then obviously I began to forget things. And then all of a sudden I'm ready to buy it. I go to get it and I see it say, oh, it's sold out. And I know that Zavi, you know, has very limited exclusive stock on a lot of these movies. And so I was like, oh, no, I may have missed out on this one. Oh, no, this this is this is not good. However, because I had had it in my cart months ago as a reminder that I wanted to pick it up, I tried and said, oh, it's still in my cart. It's not showing up as missing. Checked out. Boom. Went through. Next day, I got a notification that it had been dispatched, and now I have it. So, very happy. Very, very happy to have that one in my collection. Tina says, Laura got to see some cool movies at her local theater. She saw the original Dracula with Lugosi and the OG Frankenstein with Karloff. She told me she really liked Frankenstein. Nice. Very cool. See, Evan S. tagged and said, Don't forget to send your guardian angel some love this evening. Already mentioned it, uh, Evan S. Already mentioned it, man. Kitty Bear, what's going on, Kitty Bear? Welcome to the channel. I appreciate having you here. Remember, if you have a comment or question that you want read on the channel, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, at Odin. And uh, I fall 20 minutes or so behind. Bruce says, we need more smiling. Happy Thor in the background. I know, it was awesome having it here the other day. Um, not going to happen tonight because he is in bed. He is asleep. It is his Betty bedtime. Evan S., Says, I don't like losing daylight. I can't wait for the light of the world to be born so that the day can come back. Amen, brother. Amen. 
Can't wait for Christmas as well. Can't wait for the beginning of the Advent season, to be honest. Uh, I always love the, um, specifically the dedicated times of the liturgical year meant for, um, you know, obviously fasting, but also for, for penance. People oftentimes forget that Advent is also a time of penance and not just Lent. And I'm going to try and take that approach this year. As you all know, I've been trying to take a, a much more, uh, become as much, embrace rather is the better word for it. Embrace a more traditional mindset in a lot of different things. So we'll see how that goes. Zach Gregg, what's going on, man? Thank you for being here with the day. Games Repository, what's going on, good sir? And I, yeah, <laughs> Bob Hoskins, I actually love that Mario film. Not because it's a good Mario film, but because it's so hilariously bad. It's so hilariously bad. Um, <laughs> super anime gamer. Let's see, he says, hey, what's up, my dude? Sorry I'm late, got caught up watching Monsters, Inc. I uh, forgot how great it was. That is really a solid film. Welcome. Mike Jackson, what's going on, good sir? Welcome back. Bruce says, no time to care, enough said. Hey, I think that that is definitely something that a lot of people are going to feel right now. Tina says, Andrew Hoyle and I just wanted to say tomorrow Snyder Cut Lynch's Dune War. That is all. How dare you say those incredibly triggering series of words. How dare you? Laura says, I want to see 1930s Dracula and Frankenstein today, and the theater was packed. Frankenstein was amazing. That's awesome. It's really cool to see older films like that be able to still bring in a crowd. I don't know. There's just something about that. That's just awesome. See, Evan S. says, I just had some Benedictine medals blessed today. My dog is going nuts barking at nothing. He's scaring demons away. Dogs are always good for a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, gotta love the the medals of St. Benedict. Absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think. There's, yeah, I just made, there's a huge sale going on right now at Tan Books. And I was able to pick up some some pretty pretty good stuff there. A couple of prayer cards also picked up from uh, Father Heilman does the World War One rosary. And he's got a couple other things there too. And he's got a the Chaplet of the Holy Face, which is a devotion I just learned about. And I'm very drawn to it. Um, it's been described by one of the channels that I watch as the devotion for our time. And when you think about the devotion of the holy face and how being made in God's image, the face very much is the way that we convey emotion and how we are being, in some cases, forced to wear coverings that that cover and mask our face. It seems like a very timely and prudent devotion uh, to be able to to start to embrace, and so luckily, the 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 website it's like Grace Force is the name of the of the podcast he runs. I think it's Real Catholic Gear, something like that, Roman Catholic Gear. Um, he actually also has a World War One inspired uh, combat rosary. Only it's the it's the combat chaplet of the Holy Face. So that is also expected to come in pretty soon, and I'm very excited to take up that devotion. Um, especially because of the nonsense of our time. Thursday's Warrior, what's going on, good sir? Says, I'm planning a hopefully triumphant return to the theater for Dune. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a few people are are planning their return for Dune. And I think that it definitely spells uh, spells good times ahead for that film. Uh, we talked about how it gotten up to, I think, $80 million internationally. Uh, the last time, at the very least, that I had checked that box office uh, there has not really been much of an update as far as this this coming weekend, 
But I think that we can definitely expect this film to, you know, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, luckily, the budgets are $165 million. It could be a lot more. Could be a heck of a lot more than that. So it's break-even numbers, not nearly as crazy as a film like No Time to Die. Uh, whereas Dune needs to make around $412 million to break even or so. Uh, no Time to Die needs to make at least bare minimum $750 bare minimum $750 million to break even, uh, which would mean it would have to be essentially the most successful film of the year since the only film that's even gotten up there this year was Fast 9. And a lot of that was because of the $200-plus million it got from China alone. Let's see. Laura says, I'm at Starbucks getting sweets, and I blame you. What is your Starbucks order? <laughs> I'm actually not much of a Starbucks person. We get the like the pre-made Starbucks from the grocery. So it's like the Starbucks care like uh, it's the uh, uh, whatever they're over they call the refrigerated coolers like or whatever. There's a special name for them. But anyway, we get the caramel. Caramel is the one that we prefer. So it's like the caramel mix, and it's how I start my because I don't really need coffee to start my day. I just like the taste of it. So it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, all righty. Thank you again for being here. Please make sure you smash that like button if you're in here, by the way. 51 people watching on a Saturday. Thank you for choosing to be here today. I appreciate it. Jason. What's going on, Jason? Uh, Evanstein says, did you hear about the No Time to Die ending that Clownfish put up? 100% nope to that movie now. Okay, so not not spoiling anything there. Thank you again for, for keeping spoilers out. I know that many of you probably don't care for spoilers, but there are a few people that might. So we do try to keep the spoilers out, especially for films that have not been uh, released uh, in many places yet. And I can make a lot of guesses as to how the movie ends. Can make a lot of guesses to how the movie ends. If I had to guess, and again, this is just pure speculation on my part, just based on the way the current uh, Hollywood market of ideas, marketplace of ideas works, I would not be surprised if what they did was kill off the lead to try and say, now, because again, it doesn't matter who's playing him at this point, because now the question's not going to be who's the next James Bond going to be, because if they've killed the character, that means that they can then establish whoever they want with whatever name they want, with whatever designation they want, and it gives them the freedom to go in a much more woke direction. Now, again, that's speculation on my part. Could be worse than that. Maybe it's not as bad as that. We'll have to wait and see for the film to actually come out to actually get um, any ideas of what is being said. See, the new number two, who is a member, says, I use a small program, started with Wounded Warriors, now contribute to St. Jude's. Nice, dude. Very, very nice. Very, very, very nice. Uh, Philly de Hobbit Allen over on DLive. Thanks for being here. All he says is, come on, man. Crisco says, do you still think that Shang-Chi uh, would have reached the $200 million mark now if September wasn't completely barren? I, I think that it, it probably would have made it pretty close only because of the way that they marketed the movie. They, they, they treated that film almost the exact way they treated uh, Black Panther. They were able to drive out communities to go support and to see that movie, which is why when you look to it, 
it's kind of insane when you compare the box office of Black Panther to any other major Marvel release because Black Panther domestically still has one of the highest grosses for any of the Marvel films. I think it made, what, 700 plus million domestically alone? And, and you don't really see that a lot from these bigger budget films. Normally, you get a lot more money internationally. Um, and the reason why that film did so well is because, again, they, they marketed that film specifically at certain communities, and those communities showed up. They did the same thing for Shang-Chi. They showed up. And I think that is the primary purpose and reason why it has easily reached $200 million and will continue to make more past it. And as I said, by tomorrow, I'll be able to officially announce that the film has reached that break-even number. It's just, again, it's inevitability at this point that it's going to happen. So I, I think that it still would have done about as well, even if there had been competition. Because when you think about it, you know, all, people like to always say, you know, competition hurts movies. You know, when they're, when they're having to compete against others. And there is some truth to that. But when you're in a marketplace like ours right now, when there's nothing out, which means no one has any motivation to go out to a theater, it's the competition right now that is going to actually be able to bring people back. Because if people know that there's actual options, that they have to actually go to a theater to go see, and there's options available, that is what's going to drive more people in the midst of where we are right now. Anyway, see, Laura says, our friend visited the Middle East last week and guess what she brought us? Turkish coffee. Yes, it's sludge. <laughs> so it is sludge confirmed. Kara Tharp, what's going on? Welcome back, Kara. Thank you for being a member on the channel. Appreciate it. One of the perks of being a member is that you don't have to use the tag at Odin. Super says, I cannot wait to see Dune in theaters. The movies coming out this fall are insane. Dude, the fact that we're just getting movies at all is pretty insane. I, I didn't think that James Bond, I didn't think that uh, No Time to Die was actually going to get released this year. I thought they were going to delay it again. But we are now in the midst of it making, uh, projected to make over $100 million internationally, 54 markets. And it is expected to make a fair amount domestically starting next weekend. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about. And, and you got this coming out. You've obviously got films like Dune coming out, Venom's out. You also have, many people are excited for movies like Ghostbusters After Afterlife coming out. Uh, I think that there's definitely some reason to be excited for that film, too. And, again, plenty of others as well. Now, I, I still hold on to the fact that my most anticipated film for the last, like, three years, because of how long it's been delayed at this point... Is, is still uh, Top Gun 2. And I'm still sad that it got pushed back again. So we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway. See, Laura says, Silly, no, I saw John Wick 3 in theater. Then I then just watched one. Oh, silly, Laura. Seeing movies out of order. How dare you. Uh, let's see, Peabody says, I agree, nobody was a good film, but the start was a little odd. Yeah, it definitely was. It was unique. And that's why I liked it, though. Because... It's a movie that could have started off in a very standard way, and instead it be, it was a very original take, and I thought it really worked. It, I think it really helped to build up the monotony, right? The whole point of the beginning of Nobody was just to build up the monotony of his everyday life, right? Every day being the exact same, and, and there's ways that it's been done before, and I think that they did it in such a unique way, and also 
in certain ways in a very funny and comedic way where I appreciated it. So I can't wait to watch the movie again. Uh, It's fantastic. See, Forever Sci-Fi says, I ate an entire pint of keto butter pecan ice cream today. I have regrets. Damn, dude. That's that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff you got right there. Soul Assassin, what's going on, dude? Thanks for being in the chat. See, Kitty Bear says, Will you add the Chrissy Mare falling off her chair scale to how uh, funny movies are? Um, probably not. <laughs> I've seen the image going around because obviously I was off the show at that time. All I know is that she fell out of her chair. So I didn't actually have time to actually be able to <laughs> listen um, to, to what was going on. So is that what it was? Was that's, you know, she was going based on how funny things are. Uh, so probably not. Because I, I don't want to fall and possibly hurt myself. <laughs> Glad that she's okay. See, Laura says, Freya made my day with her happy little face stuff with key lime marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I asked, I, before I started, I said, hey, do you, do you want to be on, on a vlog? Real quick to, to shout out uh, Jason Williams. And she said, yeah, sure. And she had just tried the key lime pie marshmallow. And so she was instant reaction was just like, Oh my goodness, this is so good. I tried it after too. And I'm not a key lime uh, pie fan. However, literally it's what a key lime pie, key lime pie marshmallow would taste like. So that that's all for her. And then I think there were some shower bombs in there too. So obviously that's all, all for her as well. So I get chips to try out. I don't think I'll probably keep them all and he was very gracious in his letter saying you can give them away you can uh try them you can throw them away if you think they're disgusting so i'm willing to give them a shot i'm willing to give them a shot um i'll try these again towards the end of the stream but we've got lay's italian red meat flavor this is uh courtesy of china i believe is what he said also lay's cucumber flavor which Based on the outlook, it kind of reminds me of like the was it the sour cream and onions flavor, but this is cucumber flavor, so that's also from China. And then the one that got the beat up the most is one out of Canada, and it's limited time only Doritos ketchup, ketchup flavored Doritos, out of Canada. So again, we'll we'll, we'll try those a little a little later. Uh, before we before we end the show um but yeah definitely some odd ones that's for sure orange hat don't you dare come in and say hey i'm raiding you i'm helping no you broke the one rule you were excommunicado by the way if you missed it which you did because you were streaming excommunicado joey horn Tag to say, I've tried to do more fasting throughout the year, especially on Fridays and Ember Days. Yeah, that, that's something that I definitely want to embrace more myself, man. Um, and I know that Sophia Press just announced that they're working with uh, the, the, the group that did Liturgy at the Home, um, which I had to cancel because they were unable to continue to do their monthly charts because, um, you know, God bless them, uh, they, they, they became pregnant and she wasn't able to keep up with a lot of the things that they did. But I, I think that... It's really cool that apparently that uh, she must be doing well enough now where they are able to offer them in, in, in months and they're going to have it be an actual like poster form. So, yeah, I'm planning on I'm signing up for that and uh, bringing that in, 
probably initially bringing it into school because I like using that more traditional calendar, hoping that, you know, just every maybe every day or every couple of days, maybe a student will walk up to it and, and look at it and ask questions and that kind of thing. And also, again, it'll keep me uh, up to date as well with, again, Ember Days, things that have been kind of lost uh, in the post-conciliar world that we live in today. And uh, I think one of my intentions for Advent this year since it's always a good time, especially with the start of the new church year, for those that don't know, Advent, first Sunday of Advent is considered to be the beginning of the church's year. A uh, good time, I think, try to adopt new things. So definitely, definitely will be wanting to um, pick up some of those practices and be more consistent, especially uh, this month, uh, starting off with the month of, of Mary, the month of the Blessed Rosary, trying to be more consistent with that. Uh, let's see, Cacao says, hey, late to the stream, but glad to be here. Good evening. Good evening, Cacao. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, I was just thinking that I could use some mulled wine. So it just feels right now that the weather is changing. Found some mulled spice tea bags that can be used in any kind of drink or juice. Nice, Forever Sci-Fi. Yeah, it is nice to have some of this cooler weather. We had one beautiful week, got a little warm again. We got some weather coming in, so it's going to cool down a little bit. I think it's like a high of 73 tomorrow, which is great. So... Cannot wait for the more consistent fall weather to come in, though. That I'm incredibly excited for. Love getting to wear jackets outside, wear wear some pants as well. Because I got some cargo pants with pockets. I love storage. I love seasons that allow me to actually have and use storage. Because when it's just hot outside, you can only wear so much to be comfortable, and then you have like very little storage options. It's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. Again, these are the kinds of things that I care about for some random reason. All right, let's see. Uh, Kara Tharp says, I just started watching the Halloween movies. Nice. Very good. Very nice. It's a good series. Joey Horn comes in to say, loves the combat rosies. They are great weapons against evil. I, I agree. I totally agree. I have two combat rosaries uh, from uh, the Catholic gear. Again, it's the, the one that was designed by uh, Father Heilman. And so there was one I had, it was the gun metal one and it's still great. Obviously it's still, it's still fantastic, but it unfortunately got put through the wash and the crucifix actually Christ, Christ on the crucifix came off and I don't really know a way of getting, uh, getting him back on. <laughs> so I ended up ordering a replacement because I actually really liked this color a little bit more after the fact, and so I had reason to get another one, and again, you can never have too many rosaries, so this is, it's the bronze uh, one, so it has what's known as the pardon crucifix, which is just, again, beautiful, gorgeous, comes with the miraculous medal as the centerpiece, and then it has, of course, the uh, medal of St. Benedict on it as well, so yeah, uh, it's very, very tough. What's really cool, though, is the design specifically for this rosary is based off of a U.S.-issued, which is still insane to me, a U.S.-issued World War I rosary. The fact that the U.S. government actually issued rosaries is, is just insane to me. This is back during World War I. But yeah, as you can see, it has the same dog tag-like material. So they're incredibly sturdy. Um... I like it a lot, and it's, it's yeah, very powerful spiritual weapon, to say the very least. You can do not just a lot of spiritual damage, but also, if there's ever a need, you could probably also use it as a, as a uh, <laughs> physical weapon, too. Uh, which reminds me, the other thing that I, I just pre-ordered, which I'm hoping will help me, 
in this process as I try to get better with my faith life is it's um it's it's called the saint maker it's like a it's a planner geared towards uh catholic spirituality so very very excited for that cannot wait for that to get in um because i think there's a lot of stuff that that um a lot of stuff that we can do with it peabody says trying to get tickets they are showing return of the jedi with live dude yes with live orchestra peabody dude i hope you can get those tickets man because that sounds freaking phenomenal that sounds so awesome man let's see low pro I have that rosary. It's a good one. Quite resilient. Yeah, man, they are. As I said, going through the wash, the only bad part was really just the crucifix. Because I think the crucifix is the only thing that I don't know exactly what the material is. Because uh, I assume that the crucifix was metal. But, you know, I, I guess it's on there in a certain way where, again, Christ came off. <laughs> so we, we still have it. And my wife said that she could fix it. But I don't really know how to... How, and, and again, it... Can never have, as I said, can never have too many rosaries. So in school, when I have my jacket on, especially, I got that one in my pocket, the bronze one. And then I have a, it's a, it's a roped with wooden beads, specifically a, a St. Benedict's cross, St. Benedict's center rosary. Again, another great spiritual weapon. Uh, Thirsty Warrior says here, I watched a fun documentary about the making of an enduring love for the Monster Squad. Docs like that are fun. They are, there was one for Galaxy Quest as well. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, very cool. Hadn't heard of that one. Had not heard of that one. I actually finally watched the movie, people. So I'm going to try and do a review of it as soon as I can. But I actually decided, because you all know, when I first watched The Good and the Bad and the Ugly, I did not have the best experience. I found it incredibly long and boring. It just wasn't my cup of tea. So I decided, because it's on HBO Max, to watch the entire, uh, start off the entire Man With No Name trilogy. So I, I started off with the first one, A Fistful of Dollars, and really liked it. Really liked it a lot. Obviously, very much inspired by Yojimbo, which is a fantastic Kurosawa film. But I, I actually really liked it a lot. Um, and also, it reminded me of Back to the Future because there's a scene where they pay homage to that specific scene where uh, Clint Eastwood's character is wearing like the the chest protection. Great scene, by the way. Phenomenal scene. Aim for the heart. Aim for the heart. Don't forget the heart. Love it. So good. Um, so I, I was a big fan of it. So I was a big fan of it. So there I am catching up on some older films. So I'm going to watch the, I'm going to ask, a, uh, watch a few dollars more after, and then I will watch, uh, leading up to the good, the bad, and the ugly to see if maybe watching it in this way, in this order, in this time in my life, um, maybe, maybe it'll be a better experience. See, Ruben, Christopher Hayes, what's up, dude? Says, so I had a DiGiorno croissant crust pizza and added extra pepperoni, yet it did not cook evenly. How do you prepare your pizza so it's crunchy and toasty? I cooked it for 27 minutes. Yeah, I guess it depends on how many pepperonis you put on it for one. And I typically, especially if I'm putting a lot of pepperonis on it, I will put it in for about 28 minutes. So make sure, again, you have it set to that 400, right? Because the box should say 400 like mine does. Set it to 400. And depending on how many pepperonis you put on it, uh, you put it in for 28, 30 minutes max because that'll get you some crispy pepperonis and it should get uh, the crust to be mostly cooked through as well. So that is the one downside of putting extra pepperonis on is that it's it's more grease, which means that it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for the actual pizza itself 
to cook evenly. So I, I've had that issue before. Um, but yeah, just I would add on at least a minute max, three extra minutes for that. Obviously, keep an eye on it and make sure that you have it set to that 400 preheat before putting it in. Also, too, uh, depending on what rack you put it on, I have it on one of the higher racks. So that could also make a difference since there is heat that comes from the top. That's what helps to crisp the pepperonis. So that that could be uh, one of the issues you're having too, potentially. Uh, Lance Mala says, have you watched any good wrestling lately? Anything particular of note? Uh, dude, uh, AEW has been, been on fire. I, I fell behind this week, so I still need to watch the rest of Dynamite. And I did not get to watch Rampage. So I still need to catch up on those. But... Unfortunately, on their YouTube channel, they put videos out like the next day, within the next day of like results, which kind of frustrates me. So I'm probably gonna have to unfollow them. But I, I like getting notified when they're showing like AW Dark and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm behind a bit on on that. But I I've started Dynamite. I think I'm about like 30 minutes into Dynamite, and then Rampage. Um, was not able to watch any of that. So uh, AW though has been fan. Fantastic. Love it. Let's see. New number two is a member says Fathom Events is have one time showing of an extended cut of Rocky Four, extra 40 minutes of footage that might get me back in theaters. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, I would say if you don't get to go to it, something tells me that that's just a preemptive way of them kind of, I think, kind of winking and nodding that there's going to be a, a, a re release of that film. <laughs> I would not be surprised, especially if it is a success that they release an extra bonus cut edition <laughs> of of that film with that 40 extra minutes. And if they do, I'll buy it. Because I have, it's called the Rocky Heavyweight Collection. And it has all of the Rocky films up to Rocky Balboa. And um, again, it's a fantastic set. Got it for really cheap. But I would, I would Rocky Four, one of my favorites of the franchise. Obviously, everything with Drago. So good. But I would, I would buy a special edition set of that. For sure. Let's uh, see. Kara Tharp says, I love the fall and pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, I'm not much for the coffees, but I do like the pumpkin flavored. So even though the caramel is, it's sometimes it's available, sometimes it's not available in my local store, uh, this is normally the time where the pumpkin becomes available. So I am definitely, definitely going to be picking that up when that becomes available and I cannot wait cannot wait it's going to be delicious and delightful again smash that like button please um let's see one person one comment over on on odyssey says there is no way bond in name only will make that much uh I would agree with if you mean like the 750 to 850 it needs to make to break even like that's like the range that I have on it Minimum standard stuff would be 750, assuming extra spending on marketing, which is likely, but we have no actual legitimate official numbers on that, would put it up to upwards of 850 million. Um, the 900 million number that was being thrown around was based on uh, faulty mathematics, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to get that much. But as far as the 100 plus million it's expected to get this weekend, again, that's based on what it's doing right now. So. Um, Andrew Hoyle says, Shamshi has officially made profit of 17 quid triumph. <laughs> it'll, it'll have made a few million, depending on how far over its break-even number it goes. It, it might be anywhere to 3 to $6 million in profit. 
would be my guess. It could be more, it could be less, but I'll, I'll know tomorrow. Mark Lizeth, what's going on, Mark? Says that black hole image you liked from the Foundation preview was actually their jump drives on the spaceships. Nice. Yeah, we just saw a trailer for it the other day, and my, and my wife was like, ooh, this looks interesting. So we might watch that. We've been watching uh, that show Ted Lasso on Apple TV+, Plus because she has a free trial. Um, she had to get an, an iPad a while back for her graphic design. Um, love, her passion. And so she got a year of Apple TV Plus for free. So we watched Ted Lasso, and it's got some good moments. There's some really bad political moments, too, that just you know I'm just rolling my eyes at. But for the most part, most of it's not that, which is good. It's, it's, there's some really funny parts, some really serious parts, too. And uh, before the show, though, there was one uh, trailer for that, and it was interesting. So that might be the next show we watch, because there's only one more episode left of, of Ted Lasso this season. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Laura says, no vaccine required to go to the theater, but required to get popcorn. What? Laura, are you kidding me? That doesn't even make sense because I thought the whole thing was that any business, I guess, it, or maybe, I guess it was just for employees, but I was pretty sure that of anything, you wouldn't be able to go into the theater in California to go see a film. You can't get popcorn? That doesn't make any sense. And all that's going to do, Laura, because I'm, I'm sure that you've already figured this out, all this is going to do is motivate people like you and others to just sneak in their own food. I mean, especially women can get away more so than men with purses. And there's some pretty giant purses. And I've seen some crazy stuff get snuck in. And people will sneak in entirely already popped bags of popcorn. It's not, it's not hard to do. So... That's ridiculous, though. That makes no sense, which makes complete sense because this entire narrative has been based on faulty logic. Super says, aside from Dune, French Dispatch, Belfast, Last Night in Soho, and Nightmare Alley are my most anticipated films. Dude, yes, Last Night in Soho. I remember seeing the trailer for that, and when I, I was like, oh, I, I'm intrigued by this. So I'd forgotten about that one. I, I would not put it as like, up there with Top Gun 2, though. Like, Top Gun 2, I'm like, I need to see the cinematography. I need to see those jets. I want to see... It's not even that. I want the film to come out so that I can then buy the 4K so that I can see the behind-the-scenes of how they did it. That's what I want. That That's where I... <laughs> that's where my mind is right now. Because that film has been pushed back so much, I'm like, just let me buy it on Blu-ray. Just let me buy it on 4K already so I can get the special features. If you're going to delay it already. It's money that you're already going to make me spend down the road anyway. So what difference does it make? I promise I won't pirate it. I promise. Just let me watch it. <laughs> and by it, I mean the special features. Thirsty the Warrior <laughs> says, I've been trying to stay away from ice cream for a while. I've lost 30 quarantine pounds over the past four months. Much of the weight came uh, from way too much ice cream consumed while sitting at home. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've, I actually hadn't gained as much as I thought I would. Uh, for COVID, I ended up losing a little bit, a uh, little bit more over the last year and a half or so. Um, I think there was a time when I was like going up, and then I kind of you know went down, even out a bit, um, just by staying active. The big thing was for me, the thing that helped was this past summer doing full home stay at home dad, because uh, my wife was full time at work, and I was off for the summer because of, of teaching, and so I was just you know walking around, carrying him around, all that stuff a lot. And I think that definitely, uh, helped me uh, lose some 
but I, I'm excited for the cool weather because, again, one of the other things that I'm really hoping to be able to do, especially when, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the Saint Maker uh, planner comes in and some of the other things that I have planned, um, would love to be able to to start an actual, uh, not necessarily workout routine because I just don't like working out, but maybe like a walking routine, getting up earlier and, and, and doing, going for a walk, especially when the weather gets really nice out, something like that, you know? I don't know. I have ideas in my head and then it's hard to motivate myself. Very hard to motivate. Laura says, just so we're clear, I don't want your leftover funky flavored chips. Well, Laura, that just tells me that I'm going to get one of the boxes from upstairs and I'm going to put the chips in that box and then I'm going to send them to you and I'm not even going to seal them up. I'm just going to leave them open. Um, <laughs> uh, as you saw in this, the live comments, Stephanie B says, I love cardio. I don't. I can't stand it. I can't stand It's just so annoying because it's like you're doing it just to do it. And I don't find fun in that. I don't find, you know, it's weird. I don't find entertainment in it. But, you know, some people, they like it, right? They have fun with it. I don't like it. I don't have fun with it. If I'm going to run, I want to run to, like, go catch a football or something. You know? I, I want to be able to to have someone be there to motivate me to do something and tell me what to do and how to do it. Like, that's just, that. that's my whole thing. I'd rather play a sport. And I know there's sports leagues and stuff like that, but especially with COVID and everything, I don't want to do a sports league where I'm going to be asked to do stupid stuff or, or talk to people that are just going to make me upset. Let's see. Kitty Bear says, I meant if a movie is really funny, it's five Chrissy's falling. And if it's not funny, it's one Chrissy's didn't tell you fall. Uh, didn't tell you fall out of the. Ch- OK, well, again, I, I was I was needing more context there. So that is an interesting way to do ratings. But I, I, I like my more traditional. I'm a teacher, so I'm going to have to stick with my typical um, graded system. No one's going to make me change that easily. All these schools, they're pushing towards no grades at all. And I say, phooey, I'm giving grades. <laughs> Thursday Warrior, a very fond memory of drinking mulled wine in a small bar in Kansas City while watching snow falling outside was there for a dead concert. A dead concert? Like deadhead kind of thing? Is, is that what you meant? The deadheads? <laughs> snow falling though is great i remember i was in it was one of the big blizzards of new york back uh, between 2008 and 2011 because that was the time i was up in new york city and my parents were in town and there was a blizzard going on and i remember i was in a irish pub so it was like a restaurant bar irish pub with my mom um i can't remember if my dad was there at the time as well but it was just snowing outside and we were loving it we we're just like this is awesome so good so good. Um, let us see. Do 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 do. Joey Horns like, yeah, bro, love the bronze rosy. Yeah, I, again, I love the the gunmetal one, but the bronze one, like, like after I bought it, I was like, ah, oh, this bronze one, really like. So glad I have it. Evan says, when I wear my kilt, I have little storage. I only have my sporn for storage. Dude, Evan S., this is going to be weird, but I actually, once a year, uh, obviously we had to skip this past year because of COVID, um, but typically what my wife's family does is there's an event called the Crescent City Classic down in New Orleans. It's a 10K run, 
slash walk. We walk it. And one of the things that we do, and it's a whole tradition, I, I'm not going to go into it in too much detail. Uh, regardless, all members of the family wear kilts and we have sporns. And uh, yeah, that's what we have as our storage. I'll bring a backpack too, obviously, for stuff. But um, yeah, I, I actually knew what you meant by that. I actually caught those references because I have my own. Because um, uh, my, my father-in-law actually got a, um, a kilt that was the colors were one of the clans one of the I, I can't remember if he based it off of one of the irish clans or one of the scottish clans that i'm i have my ancestry connected to but it's it's really cool uh, let's see evan s says as a knight of columbus i find a lot of artifacts from world war one of my brother knights giving aid during the war dude that's awesome man yeah i've always thought about the knights of columbus but I've I've heard that there's really good sections and then there's some not so good sections. I don't know. Uh, Low Pro says, not sure if you're familiar with uh, Soul Finder or not. Interesting graphic novel series by Doug Ernst about combat veterans serving as exorcists for very specific missions. No, I'm not. Uh, sounds very interesting though. Um, random segue though, but since you mentioned graphic novel, uh, in this series, or rather in the sale, as I said, uh, I, there's a Catholic book pu- publishing company called Tan, and they have a sale right now for a lot of things that are $5. One's the Latin Mass Explained, which if you've, again, any interest in learning more about the Latin Mass, five bucks right now from Tan Books online, but they have a graphic novel of the story of Our Lady of Fatima, and that thing is normally like, like 26 to $30, five bucks. I'm like, be a great thing to uh, to read to to my son as he grows up. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that. Pretty excited. Uh, Andrew Hoyle, this is an anathema statement. Says pepperoni blur, greasy heartburn. That is anathema, sir. How dare you say that? How dare you say that? Um. Oh, I, I just Grateful Dead, right? That's the dead, right? The Grateful Dead. They're known as Deadheads. Is that what was meant by the dead? I couldn't tell you one of their songs, but <laughs> I know who they are. Uh, Odin's Pizza Blog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know people want me to start it, but, you know, it is what it is. Liger fan. I haven't been watching of late. I should probably go back and watch more Liger again. More Liger again. What do you mean? Peabody says, well, the script has a song about comfort food because they sing, I ordered the pizzas. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of song. <laughs> I ordered, I don't know why my mind went immediately to Don't Fear the Reaper, but I ordered the pizzas. <laughs> now I'm ready to fly. Thursday, uh, Warriors says, Rocky Four, will Drogo be swapped out for a North Korean antagonist? No, I mean, it's it's a 40 minutes of extra footage. Extra footage. It's not changed footage, but extra footage. By the way, if you're still watching on YouTube, smash that like button. 55 people watching. Hope you're all having fun. I'm having fun. We're all having a good time, hopefully. Again, hope your night is going swimmingly as... Uh, as we continue to go through and catch up with the chat, it is 7:56 in the chat. It is 8:07 in real life. So, as I said, roughly 10 minutes behind. So, I guess I can share now the other steel book I was able to pick up. So, this is one I got from Best Buy, which I think is still available, but 
I would pick it up if you are a fan of this film because again, uh, Best Buy Steelbooks are are limited releases as well. And this movie, oh, oh, I, I wish that all three of the films in the franchise were good. The second film is great. Third one, not so much, but this one's great. And that is Unbreakable. Look at that. M. Night Shyamalana Ding Dong, one of the best films he's ever made, Unbreakable, beautiful, beautiful steelbook here. Again, Best Buy, 4K steelbook. So incredibly happy to have this. I bought an extra copy that will be featured in a giveaway in the near future. So anyway, love the inner artwork as well. And, uh, oh, I love it. I love it. This thing is gorgeous. So, as I said, I was able to get two of these, and so I'll be able to do a giveaway of that. There's others that I pre-ordered from Best Buy where I got two of that I'll also be able to do a giveaway for in the future. But right now, I've still got, for anyone wondering about what I can still give away, I've still got a 4K Steelbook for Snatch. Uh, the Top Gun one, that's a live giveaway right now, which I'll be giving away soon. I have a 4K Steelbook for Unbreakable. I got a Blu-ray for Wrath of Man. 4K Steelbook for Sicario, another 4K Steelbook of Dread, 4K Steelbook of Sicario, 4K Steelbook of Quiet Place Part 2. I still got a 4K Steelbook of John Wick's entire trilogy, all in 4K. I got a regular 4K disc of um, Quiet Place Part 2. I got a second 4K Steelbook of Top Gun. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff to give away. And I fell a little bit behind in September, but I was able to get a couple of giveaways in uh, during those last bits, and I got tons of digital codes. I got tons of digital codes as well. So if you don't get the 4K Steelbooks, you might still be eligible for some of the um, for some of the digital code giveaways. Anyway, Rob D says, in terms of favorite seasonal desserts, I love the Christmas icing donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. They're red and green. Nice. Yeah, I love I love pumpkin stuff, man. Like pumpkin. My favorite, of course, is pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie with some whipped cream. With some whipped cream and ice cream. Oh, nothing better in the world. Uh, Thirsty Warrior says, Apple TV's foundation is anathema. Character swapping and turning it into an action series ruined its basic premise and ideas. Violence is the last refuge of the incompetent. So I didn't know it was based on something previous. So maybe I won't be as bothered by it because I don't know the source material. Could be. See, Soul Assassin says, my aunt snuck in Taco Bell and a few cans of Miller Lite during a film. It's not hard to sneak in food. It's not. And I, I typically uh, shoo people away from doing that only because it's the only way that theaters make money. However, in the case of Laura, if they're going to force you to show like vaccination status just to get popcorn, I, I say nay, nay to that. I say that's ridiculous. That that is unjust. And at that point, they that theater, if, if they are enforcing that nonsense, if they are enforcing it, they, they have lost <laughs> the right to, you know, to, to be able to have access to my money in that case. Um, the only time, though, I ever snuck in anything at a theater is when I was living in New York because that stuff was just way crazy, crazy, crazy priced. So I would go to the morning shows because it was the only way to, to go see a movie for cheap in New York. And I typically go see it early in the, uh, or rather I'd go see it in the morning and I'd get a, um, uh, the street food in New York is so good. So I'd get it from one of the breakfast carts on the street and it would be on a, oh, maybe it would be on a croissant 
and it was eggs, cheese, and um, I think it was ace cheese and sausage, maybe. Either way, it was just delicious, delightful. So I'd bring that in. And it was delightful. Sherry Allen, what's going on, Sherry? Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Marby Dog, time to say, thank you, Odin, for commenting, uh, consuming Hollywoke garbage so I don't have to. I'll be reading books and watching your reviews instead. Marby Dog, no problem at all, man. Hey, yeah, that, that's what I plan on doing, too. Uh, so next week, I'm not just going to go see movies. I also am hoping to finally start doing the reading that I've been wanting to do for a while. Andrew Willis says, you'll see the behind-the-scenes footage of Tiny Tom's booster seat for the cockpit of his plane. No, Andrew Hoyle, no, you will not ruin this for me! How dare you? How dare you? Anyway. Someone said, embrace the dad bod. Okay, yes, to an extent. To an extent. But then there's a point, too, where it's like, yeah, I still want to be, like, healthy. Uh, Peabody says, sneaking stuff into a cinema. Forget the purse. Last Saturday, I went to see my niece in a stage musical. My jacket contained half a pharmacy, water, and building materials. <laughs> what? That must have been a giant jacket. That must have been like, must have been like a jacket like this, man. Must have been. <laughs> was it a jacket like the one that Bruce Willis wore in Unbreakable? How can you fit that kind of stuff in there? <laughs> Forever sci-fi, I lost all the COVID weight by going full carnivore for two months. Lost fat, eating a couple of pounds of beef every day, go figure. Yeah, well, you got to cut carbs. Like, I would be interested in trying one of those, but carbs are kind of my thing. I, I don't know if I could give up bread. Bread's just such a part of who I am. Bruce says, speaking of COVID pounds, but not, my wife eats a lot of ice cream just to maintain her weight and when she eats it, I eat it and have gained some weight. <laughs> I, I I just love ice cream. Ice cream is just it's just one of the gifts that keeps on giving. It's just so delicious and delightful. It's great. Someone says they love CrossFit. I hear that's a love hate thing. I don't know if I'd be able to. I feel like I, I feel like there's going to be some personalities there that uh, might might rub me the wrong way. Laura says, release the hounds, instant exercise program. Yes, I know. And I do need it. We do. We need to walk them. Um, we are very, very bad uh, furry pup parents. Um, obviously, it's been a lot more difficult with, with the baby, but no, no excuse not to do that more often. So the thing, I, as I said, I'm looking forward to the weather cooling down because we used to do trails when we were first up here uh, prior to COVID. And I would love to try and start doing something like that. Um, again, 70 B says do yoga. That's another thing too, is that stretching hurts and I don't like doing things that hurt. <laughs> New number two. You have a good man. You have a good night, man. Thanks for uh, being here. Bruce to say, but I can get rid of it. If I just stop eating when she does, I've done it before. Lost the weight. Nice dude. Yeah. Some people can't, some people can't do that stuff. Uh, Gomer Kyle 79 has been a member for six months and has used his, uh, I just found out about this the other day that members, uh, once a month can send a highlighted message like this. It says six months. Woohoo. Odin Hale. Halloween had a steel book cover out now. Hey dude. Nice. I know you're a big fan of Halloween and that is a film expected to come out and likely to make some profit because of it costing so little. But as I mentioned earlier, if anyone has missed it, uh, the two steelbooks that I picked up recently, 4K steelbooks, one from Zavi, which I think is sold out now, uh, the film Nobody, 
best film right now of 2021. Um, if not one of the best films, there's a few films up there vying for that, like my top three of the year, but this film, Oh, I love it. So good. Christopher Lloyd is in it. Christopher Lloyd is in it with a shotgun. I don't know how else I could sell you on this film. Christopher Lloyd with a shotgun. If that doesn't sell you, I don't know what else will. And then also I was able to pick up unbreakable 4k steelbook from Best Buy. Anyway, uh, Andrew Hoyle, 15 months as a member. And of course, he's going to use it to troll me. He says, I'm using my free super chat to say tomorrow war rocks. And Andrew Hoyle, I'm using my platform as a content creator to say it still sucks. Oh, Andrew Hoyle, I love you, man. (laughs) Trigger! I'm triggered, man. General Wingster, I hate running. I'd rather lift weights. Yeah, I hate running too, dude. Just not my thing. Uh, Cornelius Schultz, what's up, dude? Uh, As a member, says, love hitting the gym just as much as consuming good cinema. I wish I could get into it. I really do. I really do. I just, it's just, I can't. Not my thing. Rob D says, you need to hang with Ryan from RK Outpost to get motivated. He'll start you out with five reps of 120-pound weights. Oh, no, trust me. Like, he would. He would. He's still a little too far away uh, from me because uh, I believe he's in that Orlando area, which is a good, like, seven hours plus drive from where I am. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um my hope is when they're coming down from Boston, they come on through. Unfortunately, the fastest way back down is not through Chattanooga. And I've now, like, on a few occasions on his trip down to Orlando and on other people's trips to different locations, have asked for them to uh, stop by, but they haven't. It makes me sad. It makes me a very sad Odin. Thursday Warrior says, Disc golf has been my exercise of choice. Lots of walking and throwing. Good, fun, low impact. Works for me because of two leg surgeries. Oh, dang, dude. See, yeah, I would love to do, like, ultimate. Ultimate Frisbee is so much fun. I would love to do something like that. Holy crap, Low Pro. Thank you for the $77.77. Super chat. He says, since it's horror movie season, everybody trots out The Exorcist, which is certainly a good film, but everyone sleeps on The Exorcist 3 Legion. George C. Scott, in one of his best performances, God bless all. Well, Low Pro, thank you very much for that super chat, man. I've never seen two or three of The Exorcist series because the first one was more than enough for me. Those are the films I am not really... It's not that I don't think the first one's good. It's I try to avoid anything supernatural to that effect. It's a little too close to home, a little too realistic and creepy for me. Uh, and I try to not um, give uh, <laughs> any time or attention to it. So anyway, Thursday Warrior says, yes, I'm a deadhead. I've seen over 100 Grateful Dead shows all across the country. My first was 1973. Nice, dude. Hannibal Grimm coming in with the fussy, fussy, fussy. Yes. But by the way, Low Pro, thank you again for that incredibly uh, generous super chat, man. Does mean a lot. Snorpoop is giving grades, crushing dreams, hurting fees, destroying self-esteem. You're making me wish I was a teacher. <laughs> it's not just that. It's not just that. I, I, I don't like. That's the thing. I would love. Here's, here's the thing, everybody. 
If every student got a 100, my job would be so easy. Grading would be so easy because guess what? Any Every Scantron, it'd be, oh, I don't have to do any math because it's 100. Any short answer or essay, when I'm looking at it, if I'm just seeing correct information, I'm like, hey, no, yeah, boom. It's so much less work when people have correct answers. Who would have thunk? But when people honestly have no idea what they're saying or, or what they're trying to put together, that's the one where it's like, okay, now I got to take my time and get through this. I, I wish everyone could get 100. But, and this is kind of like where teaching is falling off a bit. You know, we're moving more so into the, you know, students don't fail, we fail students. And it's like, okay, I, I, I think there is definitely a, a moment or there is a, a part of that, that that has some truth to it. But there are, I think, at the end of the day, students that don't care. And you can do everything you want. At the end of the day, there's some students where you can give them any and every chance, and they won't take it. Carathar says, we had a big blizzard in 91 in Minnesota on Halloween. Nice. General Wingster, how dare you mock my culture? Or sci-fi, I've been outside in thunder snow. It's so cool to see the flashes, but hear nothing because the sound is absorbed by the falling snow. I did not know that. That is awesome. That is pretty awesome. Soul Assassin, are you a Highlander? See ya at the quickening, man. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Uh, not that I'm aware of, but you never know. Andrew Hoyle, hope you're wearing your uh, Sigian Dub with your kilt. Uh, now you've gone past me. Now you've gone past my abilities. <laughs> uh, Laura Story says, A kilt and katana and Chinese chips? You're a real renaissance man. <laughs> You're right. We are getting close to the end, though, so I will be eating some chips pretty pretty soon. So if y'all could slow down on comments, I'd appreciate it. Liger fan says, Pro Wrestling uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Ah, that Liger. Yes. Context is always important for me. Uh, Cornelia Schultz says, make sure it has pineapple. No, never. Pineapple is anathema. Sorapupas, I don't have a kilt, but I did wear a tartan driving cap to a local Highland festival once and and scored a sip of single malt whiskey from a gentleman's flask. Nice, dude. Nice. Uh, Ruben says, do you use beard oil? I'm going to let mine grow. Any advice on getting a great beard? I am terrible at upkeeping my beard, to be honest. I just kind of let it grow. I have a comb. I recommend a wooden comb. Uh, that's what most people would recommend for that. And uh, I, I only really use beard oil occasionally because even if it's the water-based one, it's still, I don't like, because I'm very, I, I touch my beard like throughout the day. It's just kind of like a, a habit. And I don't like doing it and then like having like oil left on my hands. It's just not a it's just not a good feeling. Cornelius says back when um, back when M Night still had game. Yeah, uh, it's very very sad. Yeah, but I, I agree with Liger fan. You know what? At the very least, he was able to pull it off with Split. That's a more modern film. Split was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, Mark, I did see Old. I didn't like it. I'm gonna be honest. That movie was a giant mess. It was such a mess. It, the story was so convoluted. It, it's one of those movies where he was trying to be too smart. He was trying to be too smart with his concept, and he ended up just, I think, losing it very quickly. Kind of like one of the characters in the film. Uh, I love the steelbook for Snatch. Yeah, dude, it's a good one, Cornelius. It's a really good one. 
Um, Professor Anthrax, what's up, dude? Welcome to the chat. Thursday's Warrior, who's a member, says, I may identify as a woman as at theaters so I can carry a purse and sneak in food. Boom. Yeah, I mean, since you can apparently identify as anything, can I identify as a vaccinated person? Who are you to say otherwise? Hmm? If it's my own lived experience. Ms. Martin Muses, thank you for the flower. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the flower. Tomorrow is the traditional feast of uh, St. Teresa of the Sioux. I think it was, because I, I remember seeing it on the Friday Night Tide stream. I think the first is on the new calendar, the feast of St. Teresa of the Sioux. On the traditional calendar, which is the one that I follow, it's on the third. Uh, today, though, on both is the feast of guardian angels. So God bless you, Miss Martin Muses. Thanks for stopping by. Kara Tharp says, French apple pie for her. Sherry Allen comes in to say, um, good, thank you. How are you doing? Glad I made your live stream. Glad that you made it as well. You made it just in time for me to try some weird flavored, weird, I don't even know what they're going to taste like, to be honest, but some weird chip flavors from across the world. <laughs> Thanks again to Jason Williams. Um, alrighty. Trying to catch up. GomerCal79, who is a member, says, I love nobody. My wife couldn't get over the fact that Saul was bad. <laughs> uh, it was a badass. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Snort of poop is anathema. Yes. Play nice, you guys, says Thirteenth Warrior. Never. Never. Low Pro, thank you again for that massive super chat, man. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Cornelius says, there's one, uh, there's only one thing that encourages me to hit the gym, the New York pizza. Ooh, I do miss me some New York pizza. That's for sure. Gomer Kyle should have told you there are some crazy Halloween fans should have told you. I don't really care. I know it'll make a profit. Gomer Kyle. Yeah, dude, it's going to make profit. And I don't think people kind of got that from what I was saying. Um, they are insane. Yeah. I got attacked like no other, but when I did my Halloween coverage, and it was because I gave a range that it was a guess. It was just a, a, a random guess of the number. And they turned it into a, didn't even do five minutes of research. It's like, I honestly just don't know how much these films typically cost. But what I do know is what most films of that caliber this year and the last couple of years have cost. And uh, yeah, people went nuts in that one. Uh, he then says, Exorcist overrated, Exorcist 3 underrated. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, again, I'd stay away from those. Not my thing. Halloween Town, that is all. Halloween Town, that brings me back. Now that brings me back indeed. <laughs> Halloween Town. Oh, and then they did the second one, Calabar's Revenge. And then they did Halloween Town High. Oh, man. For, nothing beats. The second one's funny. It's so cringe-worthily bad, the second one. Snorter Poopas, I have infinite respect for teachers who inspire their students. I had one or two of those when I was at, when I was a cub. I try what I can, um, but again, there's some where you can do everything you can and, and hold their hand, and they, again, they don't want to learn. Robbie, I've heard that actually a bad thing for teachers when everyone gets a 100. Principals, superintendents think you're just giving out free A's. Yeah, that's why I, I go typically based on bell curve. And um, most of the time, by the end of a semester or a year, I will typically have that bell curve where, again, test average on certain things will be a C. I, I have weird class mixes this year because the only class that's really hitting that bell curve 
happens to be the only class that just is not like the class average is like a good 20 points lower than everyone else. Um, but I think that they kind of knew that that's what, it, I don't know. Bruce, I keep my hair long and my beard and mustache short. Interesting. Uh, Peabody then says wrong turn was way too long. And yes, old was just bad. Yeah. I just uh, don't know much about wrong turn. haven't seen it, but yeah, old, I, again, he was trying to do, there was a good movie somewhere in there. It, it just did not come to fruition. It was an interesting concept, but that was all that it was. And I feel like he knew it was an interesting concept, and then he just decided to kind of jump off the rails. Bruce says, I rewatch a lot of Tim Burton this time of year, and on Halloween, it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Was that Tim Burton? I actually didn't know that. I actually did not know that. Um, I would have said, because uh, really, you can watch Nightmare Before Christmas during any, you know, during Christmas and October. It's one of the few, or during Christmas and Halloween. It's like one of the few movies that can bridge that gap and can be experienced both times a year. All right, let's go ahead and try some of this food uh, so we can wrap this stuff up. So again, shout out to Jason Williams who sent me this stuff. He also sent me, it's like three different types of sausage for pizza toppings in the future. Like it's reindeer and caribou and buffalo. So we'll see. I, I don't know if I'll be able to do that uh, for this coming Friday Night Tights, but for one of them, it's going to be. Yeah, okay, I'm seeing the live chat. Yeah, Tim Burton did not do Rocky Horror. I didn't think so. That's why I was very I was very confused. So, Bru why did you say that it was? You, you, again, I'll read the sentence. You said, I rewatch a lot of Tim Burton this time of year, and on Halloween, it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, I think you meant to say you watch a lot of Rocky Horror, sorry, you watch a lot of Tim Burton in general around this time of year, and then... On Halloween, you dedicate it to Rocky Horror. But anyway, uh, Alexander, thank you for the $2 donation by Streamlabs. says, It's a Wonderful Life. It's my favorite movie. The scene at the bridge gets me every time. Man, that's a perfect movie. Will Gladiator 2 happen? Gladiator is my second movie, favorite movie. If it's bad, I start a revolution. Are you not entertained? Uh, I agree with that first one. It's a Wonderful Life. Fan-freaking-tastic. Gladiator is also great. Uh, I think there is rumor that Gladiator 2 is happening. However, uh... I, I don't I just don't know what they're gonna do with that. Yeah, my opinion of Rocky Horror Picture Show since it was brought up is the first half is fun and then it just gets really weird, bizarre, and boring. So like you you get up through basically you get up to the death of Meatloaf's character and then the movie falls off a cliff for me. <laughs> That's about all there is. Alright, let's get started with the food. So uh, again, Jason Williams sent me this is the, let's start off with the Chinese ones. I'll save the Canadian one because that's the weirdest one, in my opinion, for later. But anyway, this is Lay's Italian red meat flavored chips. So, I don't know. Ooh, and y'all get that nice bag sound action. Okay, it smells just like a regular Lay's potato chip. Holy crap. It's exactly what it says it is. This is Italian red meat or just red sauce flavored chip. This is exactly what this is exactly what this is. So again, Italian red meat sauce lays potato chip. Hey, at least it delivers on what it is. 
It wouldn't be my go-to. But it's not... Again, shout out to Jason Williams for sending these over. Anyway, yeah. Italian red meat. That's what it's called. Italian red meat flavor. Uh, Gromacal79, thank you for the $2. That's a super chat. says, Gremlins, Odin, Halloween Christmas movie. I've just never been much of a Gremlins fan, to be honest. So, all right. The second flavor chip I got, it's Lay's Cucumber flavor. Now, for those that have been following me for a while, you know I am not a fan of just veggies in, in general, uh, let alone anything like with, I guess, technically cucumbers. Wouldn't cucumbers technically be a fruit since there's seeds? Anyway, not a fan of pickles, cucumbers, or anything like that. However, however, cucumber flavored Lay's. Uh, let's see. Sage of Ra Rakaseka. Thank you for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. I appreciate it. Yeah, cucumber flavor. Oh, 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 no. Oh, okay. All right, it's, it, smells, it, it smells like a cucumber, and that is not a good thing. Uh, okay, I might just have to just try one of these. I, I, don't, I think I would throw up if I tried all of it. All right, this is a cucumbered flavored Lay's potato chip. Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> oh, I can't wait to, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm getting ice cream after it, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, oh, that's disgusting, okay, I need to go back to, <laughs> it's crazy, the cucumber one's terrible, Ugh. I will say it, it, it smells and tastes like, I, again, I, I don't eat cucumbers, so it smells like a cucumber. I assume that that taste was, oh, so I'm going to go back to the Italian red meat. This one, it did not really smell much like anything. It smelled like a, like a regular chips bag, and then it tastes just like red meat um, sauce. So I'm going to go back to this. to. Okay. See, this is a much more of a mild flavor. So if you were interested in trying any of these flavors, do not get the cucumber unless you like cucumbers, because that is a has a pungent and powerful smell. This one, it is exactly what it says it is. It's Italian red meat flavor. That's about that's about what you get. Oh, that's about what you get with it. Uh, cucumber martinis suck though. Cucumber potato chips screwed up your face more than the Vegemite. Peabody, I think you might be right, dude. I will say this much, the Vegemite actually, like, got my stomach going. So, I think that the initial taste of the Lay's got me, but everything else just, ugh, couldn't do it. Uh, Lopro, thank you for the $33.33 super chat, says, What are the odds that Ridley Scott will bring Maximus back from the dead because the engineers made a genetic clone of him, and it turns out Commodus was a replicant the whole time? <laughs> If, if he is going to remake it, it has to be that movie. It has to be that movie if he's going to remake it. <laughs> That's the only way. I will only accept it 
if that's what happens. Orange Eye Reviews, thank you for the $5. Super chat says, the expression of the cucumber chip was priceless. I give you this for some sympathy. Thank you, man. Yeah, feel free to clip that if you want. Oh, because that was disgusting. All right. The last one we got. These are Doritos. And this is a Canadian brand. Doritos. Oh, anyway. Doritos. And this is a ketchup flavored. And it says Doritos Retro Look Timeless Flavor. flavor, And only in Canada. Doritos Ketchup Tortilla. I like saying tortilla, by the way. I know it's tortilla. Tortilla chips are back for a limited time only. And then it's in French. That's how you know it's it's a Canadian. Oh, man. Anyway. Ketchup flavored Doritos. Okay. Smell test. It smells like ketchup. It smells like ketchup. So, I can at least uh, <laughs> confirm that much. So, anyway. Let's see. This got the most damage, so they're all in little little things. Anyway, Doritos, and we got some ketchup flavored, ketchup flavored Doritos. Old school bag though. Gotta give them kudos for that. Anyway, cheers. Well, again, similar to the red sauce, it tastes like it's supposed to. It tastes like ketchup. However, I am not the biggest fan of ketchup. Um, and I don't know how I feel about a ketchup on, on a chip, specifically. Also, I'm starting to think that it's less that the chips were broken and more that there's just a density to it because of the being ketchup. Yeah. You Canadians are nuts, man. Everyone, uh, if you are a follower of Krista Nova, and I recommend that everyone is a follower of Krista Nova because she's awesome. Badger her next time she streams about Doritos ketchup flavored. Yeah, I am kind of interested to see the ingredients here. Let's see. Let's see. Selected corn, vegetable, seasoning, sugar corn, salt, uh, dehydrated tomato. Okay. So there is tomato in this. Okay. There is dehydrated tomato in this, which I'm assuming is what's giving it that ketchup flavor. So what do you know? Frito-Lay Canada doing the old school Doritos. Uh, let's see, Peabody, they tried to sell ketchup flavored chips in Australia. Didn't take off. We just call it tomato sauce. Seriously, I don't know why you would try. It's just not. And if I if, if I missed anyone's comment, I, I apologize. But I you know kind of got these. Let me try it one more time. Yeah. So I would say. The Italian red meat flavored Lay's is my favorite. It's just the most, like, mild, I guess you could say. It's just a very standard taste. It tastes exactly like what it says, meat. Again, I just love Italian red meat flavor. I don't know if it, it picks up on the camera. But, like, that's the official name. Italian red meat flavor. Look at that cover. Like, that's just 
insane. Unfortunately, it is Chinese, and so I can't read anything about the actual ingredients, but it does taste like what it says. Um, I will say, do not ever get a cucumber-flavored Lay's uh, unless you just love cucumbers because the smell hits you like a ton of bricks and the taste is uh, very strong, very pungent. Um, and then I would say the Doritos ketchup is uh, in between. So it's not as like, it's not as light. I guess I could, to, to have a better explanation, this is a light flavored chip. The Doritos ketchup is a mild flavored chip. And then the cucumber flavored is just insane. But anyway, um, I'll have some more of the uh, mm. Italian Remy flavor. Again, I would never get any of these on my own to eat regularly. I'll take just the regular Lay's potato chips and the regular, you know, nacho Dorito. Maybe Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch Doritos. Now, those, those are... Uh, Those are key. Mm. I should have thought about that because mm, there's remnants of the cucumber there. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that was fun. Jason Williams, again, thank you very much for sending these. Uh, I hate you for sending the cucumber ones, but uh, uh, thank you again for the tremendous uh, gifts. Uh, I had mentioned in the video, he also gave me a couple DVDs as well. And so go check that out on Instagram if you want to find out more about all the things he sent me. Again, shout out to shout out to you, Jason Williams, man. I really do appreciate it. But that is going to be it for me tonight, everybody. Thank you all very much for being here, uh, for having fun. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to have to look back myself and see what it looked like when I tried the cucumber flavor. Because, good, not good. Uh, but anyway, let me try and get... Uh, just some final shouts. So, uh, Titan, thank you for being here. Um, let's see. Uh, Bruce confirmed that that's what he meant. Meatloaf song is the best part. I agree. That's like, to me, I get to Meatloaf song, and then I'm good to go. GomerCal79, thank you again for that super chat. I appreciate it. Um, again, just not a Gremlins fan, to be honest. Um, let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says, I think I saw this in Willy Wonka. Odin's about to turn into a giant blueberry. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> send me food, check out my P.O. box. You can find a link to it in the description below. I agree, Sage. Uh, some of it was pretty disgusting. Bruce, it's a good rule. Yeah, absolutely. Smell it first. Always smell it first. Uh, there's Peabody's comment about the Vegemite. I think there is a lot of truth to that. The, the Vegemite, that like screwed me up for, for a while after. Uh, Low Pro, thank you again for that incredibly uh, generous super chat. And as I said, if he's going to make a sequel, if it isn't that, I don't want to see it. Slicer, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was something, as uh, <laughs> Orange Hour Views also um, says as well. So... Yeah, I'm sure that you could have a lot of fun with that. Tina says, I don't think the crappy script that's been on the internet for 10 to 15 years, it's about reincarnation and Maximus living through Vietnam and Gulf War. What? Wait, what? Oh, if that's the case, may maybe I take that back. Maybe I'll accept that one too. Um, I always say Blu-ray format signature, see it, smell it, touch it, taste it. <laughs> for Blu-rays? Yeah, I guess I could see it. Uh, ketchup Doritos, those poor Canadians can even get salsa up there. <laughs> Seriously. 
<laughs> All right. I do need to head out, though. Let's see. Daniel Thorne. Yes, absolutely. Over on DLive, the cucumber was awful. It was disgusting. Anyway, uh, thank you again for being here. Guys, give some huge shout outs to 70B and Tina B. Uh, I didn't think either of them were going to be here tonight. So uh, shout out to them. Hearts to them in the chat for being here tonight. I know that they're, they're both going through a pretty rough time right now for different reasons. So again, much love. Hearts out to my Valkyrie. You guys are awesome. Uh, hope that you found some, at least some joy in the disgust that was the, <laughs> good lord, again, the cucumber, oh man, I'm just gonna, I don't know if I should be like, hey, wifey sauce, wifey, do you, do you want to try the cucumber, it's disgusting, um, oh man, but anyway, you guys are all amazing, again, much love to the mod ladies, uh, I got a new shout out video to shout out my October uh, members on Patreon, subscribe star, etc. Uh, wherever you're watching tonight, thank you again on YouTube, DLive, over on Twitter. Also, if you've been watching on uh, Odyssey, as I've seen a couple people have been on and off over there, but that does remind me I do need to pull up my members. Uh, YouTube was not working earlier though, so let me see if if this is going to work today. It looks like it is. So a shout out to the Army of Asgard level and above members on YouTube. Gomer Kyle 79, Soul Extraction, Malvin, Dolores Ed, Twirly Wolf, Low Pro, Farrah Lovely, Valiant Renegade, Jonathan Marshall, Eric K, Cornelius Schultz, Fetigator, Gonzalo Bergali, George Molo, George, Grimsmath, The Wicked Plumber, Caratharp, Dabbing Walking 55, M Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Orange, Orange Hat Reviews, Orange Hat, Orange Hat Reviews, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. You guys are phenomenal. Um, you are all amazing. Go hang out in the Discord server if you wish. There are some voice channels there if you want to hang out and talk and chill with people. Uh, totally up to y'all. I'm gonna go get some ice cream. Uh, to put myself in a much better mood <laughs> after that. <laughs> Never, ever again, cucumber uh, potato chips. You guys are awesome, though. Have a wonderful night, everybody. And as always, have a wonderful night, and God bless. And now for a huge shout-out to all of my Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals members. Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator. Brandon. Brian P. Christopher Bowman. Don Bruno de la Mancha, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyle, 79, Laura, the Modern Major General's Story, Mike Jackson, Dion, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you for being my Patreon members, and a huge shout-out to my Subscribestar members, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatsu Gatsu, John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, 
Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss Slash, the new number two, J-Rod, the beer guru, and ZK-Man. Thank you very much for supporting me over on Subscribestar and to my one Locals member, Robert Barnes. Thank you for supporting me over on Locals. And if you want a name shouted out, or your name rather, shouted out at the end of every single live stream and video, please consider joining on one of those platforms, either Patreon, Subscribestar, or Locals. Links to that can be found in the description. Look at that top link especially. It's called the Willow link there. It'll give you links to all the social media platforms and also ways to support the channel. If you want to be an Army of Asgard level or above member, you can get access to giveaways that I do every single month. I give away 4Ks, Blu-rays, all kinds of stuff. It is a lot of fun. Also, if you join at the Keeper of the Bifrost level, you get access to all of that. Plus, you get access to an exclusive podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickin we have a lot of fun. We do that once or twice a month. And if you join at the Chosen of Valhalla level, you get all of that. Plus, in your first month, you get a t-shirt of your choice and send anywhere in the world. And also, you get to be featured on the channel once a month on the Chosen of Valhalla live stream where we get to hang out and have a good time. So anyway, if any of that sounds good, check out that link in the top of the video as I mentioned. You guys are amazing and beautiful people. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.